Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, my absolutely wonderful listeners. Welcome to the final podcast episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast for 2022. Episode 125. It feels monumental (laughs) to get to 125 episodes and also to just arrive at the end of 2022. I think that this has been an incredibly big and rather unexpectedly challenging year for, for most of us. Certainly the last three months or so of this year have been a vortex of growth and shifting and shadow work and introspection for pretty much everyone everywhere. So I know that a lot of us as manifestors are arriving at the end of this year feeling fatigued and uh, feeling that maybe this was harder than we expected it to be coming into and out of 2022. But I would like to take a moment as we wrap up this year to do some reflections. How very line six of me, this is part of my four six profile is that I have the ability to reflect back on things and to pull lessons from a place of observation, a detached observation. You might have heard of it. It's called being on the roof. And it's something that feels really valuable to do as we journey forwards into 2023. And instead of just doing a wrap up like a, a, you know, a highlight reel of this was the year that was in the manifesto community. What I'd really like to share with you guys is the things that I learned about being a manifester this year, right? What did I learn about being a manifester this year and and how to do it better? Because even though I'm several years into my journey as a manifester and still very much on that mastery journey of mastering different aspects of myself and my human design and, um, you know, a lot of other languages that I use for that there's just, there's so much growth still to go. There is so much movement that still needs to happen. And I really relish the privilege of being the person that you trust to do this. I can't describe to you how um, intimate and nourishing and just purely beautiful that feels to have so many of you who trust my guidance and trust my insights on this journey as a person who understands manifestors because really guys what I'm just doing is understanding myself and then informing you and letting you in 
to see what that might look like. And it's constantly surprising to me how much that resonates with everyone. It really makes me feel less alone. It makes me feel like I'm not so weird and I'm not so crazy because maybe a lot of these things are just part of being a manifester. And I am always so thrilled to hear that feedback from you. So thank you to all the people throughout the entire year that have done so much beautiful informing for us and reaching out to myself or to my team and just sharing how you've been impacted by the work that we are so earnestly trying to show up to do here. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And as my final gift to you on the podcast this year, I'm going to dive in and tell you four things that I learned about being a manifester this year. And hopefully they will land with you in where you're at in your journey as well, or at least give you some insight into what might be ahead for your evolution as a manifester. So four things. The first is there is so much value and need in the manifester journey to collaborate. Shocking, right? (laughs) We're actually not entirely independent I have focused so much of my attention in business this year on collaboration. I have worked in partnership with dozens and dozens of people on all different projects. We um, did a community contribution project to start bringing some manifesto voices into our content, letting all of you in the audience contribute your content to go on the platform. I have worked with manifesto creators, manifesto coaches, other human design teachers, bringing people in as guest speakers into our program, um, having so many guests here on the podcast. I have expanded my team to now involve manifested teachers who you have probably come across. Um, They are Taylor and Bailey and Ryan and Rachel, and they're very involved in our Manifesto Mastery program, but they've also been on the podcast. Taylor co-hosts the podcast at one episode a month. These people have become collaborators in all of the initiating work that I do, and so I've really expanded my understanding of what it looks like to collaborate beyond just, well, I have my urge and my team jumps in to bring that to life with me. Now, what I just have spent 12 straight months really trying to understand and hone in on and learn through is where is the threshold? Where does it go from being me as the initiator with my urge into I have to have other people involved in this because there is so much value in a collaborative arrangement. It has very much challenged my views of what it looks like to run business, um, moving this business away from my name and moving it over to the Manifesto community was a significant step in that direction, giving some ownership back out to the community. Um, really allowing myself to reach out to people and seek collaborative support from people to say, hey, I see some cool stuff that you're doing. Can we work on a project together? Can you come into my space? Can I come into your space? Can we do this together? We have 
um, a beautiful manifester, Keely, who is creating manifester candles for all of our manifester mastery students. I have been working with Jenna G to do a collaborative uh, content project on all of the gates. You've probably seen that on Instagram. I have uh, worked with Nikki Bartol as a finance teacher in our Money Moguls program. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on. I've so enjoyed discovering the gifts of the manifestors in this community and actively seeking to find ways that I can put them on display and that I can make space in what I have built to give you a platform to share that further. And I'm, you know, on the positive side, there's not necessarily positive and negative, but I think on the, the bright, shiny, sparkly side, what I have discovered through that is there's so much beauty. There's so much beauty and so much that can be created and expressed and shared in ways that I I don't have the frequency for. I don't have the ability to express things energetically that way because I am my design and I express things the way I do. I feel like I've been able to create a much fuller picture of what it looks like to be a manifester simply by allowing so many manifestors to collaborate in this space and share what they've got. And that makes me incredibly proud of having you know, put, put my focus on this throughout this year. On the slightly more challenging side, what I have really discovered through this process is that I have some patterns around relationships. I have some fears and some wounds and some very um, unhelpful and often unconscious defensive patterns around letting people be intimately in my space. And I mean, this is a little bit of a veer away from business, but we're not just here to talk about business all the time. Um, You know, in navigating the personal relationships in my life, certainly as we've come towards the end of this year, what I've been journeying through as an evolution, I think, of opening myself up to collaboration, opening myself up to all of these professional relationships, all this professional investment and exchange and um, you know, creating space for people in my professional life in the business, I, I then became comfortable with that. And so my energy was available to attempt to do that in my intimate personal relationships as well, which has been infinitely harder. <laughs> infinitely harder and what I'm journeying through right now is trying to understand myself as a manifester in close relationships and what does that look like and what am I learning through that and where is my conditioning playing a role and where is my trauma playing a role and where is my closed aura and my informing playing a role and I really think that that's going to be a significant focus in 2023. I mean, if I'm going to share any splenic feels with you about what 2023 is going to look like in the manifesto community, I strongly suspect it's going to have a heavy focus on relationships and how we navigate relationships because that's currently what I'm learning and it feels integral. It feels pivotal. This feels really foundational and I'm just, I'm learning it in ways that I was never learning it before. And that really was born out of a a willingness to collaborate, a willingness to be open to professional relationships that supported me and supported other people. So the point of this is, 
I know that we get told a lot as manifestors that we're here to go it alone and we're here to be independent and we just do whatever we want and we're the lone wolves and we're the edge of the collective. I'm not sure that that is true. I'm not sure that that is strictly true for us. Yes, we exist in our own energy. Yes, we exist within our closed aura. However, we are initiators. We're not sustainers and we're humans. So we have an energetic need for other people to collaborate with us, but we also have a human need for people to emotionally connect with us and support us. And we need to learn to do that. We need to learn to open ourselves up. Okay. Second lesson that I learned, you can actually initiate while you're in a rest cycle. (laughs) My viewpoint prior to this year had always been that, you know, a rest cycle was sort of strictly no, no big initiating, right? That um, initiating was really something that was, I mean, and I'm talking about big initiations here, right? Take, you know, initiating a big project in your business or initiating a major life change or those kinds of things. I really kind of strictly saw that as something that was just available in a creative cycle and a rest cycle was much more reflective and introspective and not deliberately initiating. What I learned this year, and this has very much come as an outcome of the collaborations that I've been doing, in letting so many more people support me and the work that I do, I discovered that I can, in fact, initiate in a rest cycle. I was in a seven, nearly seven month rest cycle this year. It was a very long one, a very, very deep one. I've only just recently come out of it. And I initiated some of the biggest movements in our business to date. However, I did not do that independently. I did not do that independently. I did that with an incredible amount of support from a number of different people, from every single member of my team, from external collaborators coming in to support. I took it slowly. I went um, a bit deeper, but, but at a slower pace than what I normally would. And I did actually record an episode about this recently. So if you wanna dive more into this concept, go back and have a listen to that. But it really showed me that there is so much more gray area. There's so much more um, just fluidity to rest and to creative, you know, to our cycles than what we have perhaps been aware of. And while I do think that when you're first starting out in your journey, it's so important to be distinct with your cycles, to know when you're in rest, to know when you're in creative so that you can honor them both and you can really let your energy calibrate. There certainly is a growth evolution here as manifestors when we have that nailed and we have that foundation down pat for ourselves to start playing with, hmm, well, what is it? What does it look like then for me to initiate while I'm resting? What does it look like for me to rest while I'm creating? Right? Allowing ourselves to be so much more non-binary in the way that we experience our energy as manifestors. Third lesson I learned this year. Peace, our signature theme of peace, the thing that we feel when we are in alignment as manifestors, is an always evolving energy. Much like you can initiate during rest, right? Having, I had a very binary way of looking at that. 
I now feel that there has been the same non-binary approach to peace. I think the way that we learn about the signature theme and the not-self theme for everyone, but of course for us as manifestors too, is that it's you're either in yourself, right? You're in your signature theme or you're in your not-self theme and never the two shall pass, right? So we are either peaceful or we are angry and that is it. And I think what that creates for us is this agenda where we are always chasing the elusive state of peace. Oh, I'm not in alignment until I'm peaceful. Oh, and if I'm angry, then that's bad. And I have to try and get out of that. And I'm always trying to get back, 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 back to peace and hoping it will hold, hoping it will stay here. What I've discovered this year is that peace does not hold, nor does anger nor does anything else because we are fluid, evolutionary, energetic beings. And when we allow peace to be held lightly in that way, knowing that when it comes and when we feel it, it is a message to us that we are in alignment, but that this, that sense of peace, the state of peace, what created the peace is going to move. It's going to shift. Peace is not always going to be experienced for you in the classic way that you have experienced it before. Maybe, you know, two years ago in your human design journey, peace for you was that more, you know, calm state of, you know, groundedness. But now peace for you is about expansion. It's about um, almost ambition and drive and focus. Peace is an evolving energy. You evolve with your peace and your peace evolves with you. And so I think that we have this much bigger landscape now to look at as manifestors in understanding what does what does peace look like for me and how is that going to be changing and and what message is that giving me? Am I actually in peace right now and I just haven't noticed it? And I say a lot of this really as a reflection of the, the last few months that I've been in, in a lot of these relationship shifts and changes, I've got new relationships coming into my life and old relationships going out of my life and, um, you know, new, new intimacy, new depth, um, you know, and then pulling out of some intimacy and some depth in some relationships in my life. And what I have felt through all of this, it's been very emotionally heavy, very emotionally dense, and at some points completely overwhelming. And yet I have had a deep kind of unfettered, unblocked sense of peace. The undercurrent that I have experienced through all of this, all of this upheaval and all of this change in recent months has been peace. And it feels like this very sort of badass piece, this kind of wild, rogue piece that says, I know my own source of power. I am my own inner compass. I am the safe house for myself. I know how to come back home to me. So peace now, for me at least, is not based on what is happening externally. It's not based on what is happening in my environment or how hard people are pushing me or whether they're not listening to my informing or you know whether things aren't coming together or whether I've run out of energy to initiate. None of those things. Peace is the undercurrent through which I live. 
And that means it's a steadily flowing body of water that, that each day feels a little bit different, but is still just as meaningful and still just as grounded. And then as anger flares, I get to see, ah, oh, there's the warning system. When the anger comes in, that's the warning system to say, my peace is being threatened. And what is it that is threatening my peace? Is it me or is it something else? I think that that for us as manifestors, peace is our natural state of being. And we need to journey towards that. We really do need to journey towards that. Okay, final lesson, fourth and final lesson about being a manifester that I learned in 2022. Our throat is always initiating. Always initiating. <laughs> I know that that is just so simple. And of course, duh, our throat is always initiating because we have a defined motorized throat. It's our manifestation center. It's where we inform from. But the number of times this year when I have spoken things aloud and then just entirely forgotten them, completely forgotten that I have said anything about it, really not paying attention to the fact that I am setting a path in motion. Because I've spoken it out loud, I'm initiating a path and an avenue and an experience or an energy to happen. To, to I'm informing it that I, I want it to be created, to be present. And I think that as, as manifestors, we get so overly detailed about our ability to speak. It's, well, how do I do informing correctly? And then how do I manifest? And then what do I need to say? And how specific do I need to be? And the reality is that our throat, our voice is our initiation center. Whenever you speak, you're initiating. You are me recording this podcast right now. I am initiating. I am initiating um, a feeling, a response, a reflection in every single person who is listening. I am initiating my staff members to jump on board and produce this episode and get it out. I am initiating an energetic frequency that will draw more manifestors into this community. I am initiating flows of money to come into my business as a result of that. I am in some ways even initiating people around me in my physical life, in my real life to either support me or to be threatened by me. I'm initiating by speaking. And this really landed home for me a few weeks ago when I was looking back through some of my journal entries from the beginning of this year. And I'm, I'm not a constant journaler, guys. I go through periods of time where I will journal a lot. I will journal every single day and I'll do that for a few months and then I'm done. I will, I will stop with it um, because I don't feel like I need that level of reflection anymore. And then at some point I will inevitably start up again. And often what I do with my journals is that I write everything down. And when I feel like I've, I'm writing something really kind of important, something very significant, I will speak that out loud. I will go back and I will speak that, that sentence out loud or a couple of sentences. Knowing that what I'm doing, again, consciously, what I'm doing is initiating. For me, it's I'm informing the universe. I'm informing the universe of what my intent is. I'm informing the universe of what I'm feeling, informing the universe of, of what I want, what I'm thinking, what I don't want, whatever it may be. But then I forget about it. And of course, we are all doing this as manifestors, aren't we? 
because we speak so much and our voice is so powerful, but we are humans and we can't really comprehensively remember every single thing that we say, even if it has been intentional. But as I was looking back through my journal and looking back at these parts that I had spoken out, out loud, these things that I had informed, I had initiated, and now six, seven, eight months down the track, those things are forming in my life. There are people showing up in my life that I specifically initiated. There are opportunities showing up in my life that I specifically initiated. There are challenges in my life that are showing up now that I specifically initiated because I wanted a specific challenge. I wanted a specific struggle. I wanted a specific growth. And I initiated that simply by speaking it out loud. And that kind of blows my mind about our our ability as manifestors to, yes, initiate the universe. Yes, initiate people around us. But then in doing so, we are initiating ourselves. We are initiating ourselves just by speaking. And so all of these places in your manifested journey right now that you are struggling with, whether it's maybe it's conditioning, maybe it's your, you know, your sacral conditioning or head conditioning. Maybe it's a struggle around, you know, earning money as a manifester and that being in alignment for you. Maybe it's a struggle around informing. Maybe it's a struggle around really honoring your energy cycles. Maybe it's a struggle with a, a throat wound, a repressive or a reactive throat wound as a manifester. Whatever it may be, whatever your struggle is right now as a manifester, initiate yourself into the growth through that struggle, into the transformation through that struggle by simply speaking it out loud. Simply speaking it out loud, your throat is always initiating. And when you speak out loud, even to yourself, you are initiating yourself which brings a whole new level of understanding to whether manifestors really do need other people right coming full circle back to that first point like do we actually need relationships then do we actually need other people then if we can initiate ourselves and we can make anything happen just by speaking it out loud why would we ever need another person because we are only our own container of energy and while that is total and complete and perfect it's not the whole picture and the more that we in alignment allow ourselves to collaborate with people to connect meaningfully with people to allow people to respectfully and lovingly be involved in our lives be involved in our energies to speak into our existence to help us to initiate to help us to create things the more we bring an exceptional source of beauty to the world, an exceptional source of beauty to the world. I'm more convinced than ever that manifestors were never designed to be alone. We are perhaps in some ways designed to be separate, but we are certainly not designed to be alone. And as we journey into 2023, that's the note that I want to leave it on. That's the thing that I want to initiate with my voice right here at the end of this podcast is that we all need to be initiated into thinking about, feeling through, contemplating on, ruminating on 
what role we have been playing in our relationships and how how can we truly and authentically allow ourselves to be open to more intimacy in whatever that may be in a professional relationship personal relationship family relationship what role are we playing and how can we allow ourselves to be more open to that role as manifestors to be collaborators to be genuinely connected to people so that we can contribute more powerfully meaningful things to the world and feel supported and loved while we do it i'm telling you everybody 2023 relationships are going to come up i'm i'm gonna get a whole lot of wisdom about relationships and i am going to do my darndest to bring it to all of you i'm not entirely sure when that will be but watch this space so as we wrap out 2022 please know please be informed that the podcast will be taking a hiatus um, i won't be producing any episodes in january at all we will likely return with fresh episodes in february so take some time off um, there is a massive back catalog we are like i said we're at episode 125 so if you really are desperately missing the podcast you've got 124 other episodes that you can be digging into and listening to listening to digging into and listening to and i'm i'm sending each and every one of you i know there are thousands of people who listen to every episode and i I genuinely do feel the energy of each one of you and i want to thank you for being here and i also want to send you the most honest and genuine and true um love and and blessings for this holiday season let's finish 2022 as close to our own power as we can as manifestors knowing that 2023 is going to be a whole new experience for all of it and i am here for it i am here for the ride i am here to help guide you where i can and be open to your wisdom where you can share that back with me so thank you to everybody for an extraordinary year and let's move on to the year that is coming ahead Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today in another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. We so enjoy having you here and whether you are listening to my insights or the wisdom of one of our other incredibly talented manifesto specialists, we really truly hope that you have taken away power, transformation and wisdom about your own manifesto magnificence. Before you go and switch off, we would be so humbly grateful if you could take the time to either leave a podcast review right on the platform that you're listening to, or if you feel like it, please do a share across your social media. We love to hear how each of the episodes is impacting you, and we love to provide an opportunity for you to inform us via social media. So please share a story or a post about this episode and tag us at The Manifesto Community. Until next time, please, manifestors, keep hunting for purpose.